Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello everyone, my name's Stephen Weeks. I'm Policy Manager with NHS Employers with Special Responsibility for Staff Engagement. And welcome to this series of podcasts on the research evidence around staff engagement. And in this series, we're going to be looking at the emerging findings from a National Institute of Health Research-funded study on the evidence base for uh, employee engagement with special relevance to the NHS. And we're going to be featuring different aspects of that um, work in various podcasts. Welcome, everyone. In this podcast, I'd like to welcome Dillis Robinson from the Institute for Employment Studies. And Dillis is going to look at the questions of particular relevance uh, to those of us in the NHS. What is the context for employee engagement? in the NHS and what particular challenges does that raise? Thank you very much Stephen. Well first of all I think it's fair to say that the NHS context is really quite a complicated one. Um, There is a lot of diversity in the NHS with many different staff groups. There are clinical professionals such as nurses, doctors, scientists, therapists, there are skilled technicians, there are support staff in all sorts of roles and there are managers of both clinical and operational activities but also in corporate functions such as finance and HR. Then there's a bit of a division between people who are patient facing and back office and in back office roles. So there are a lot of people who have face-to-face contact, very often very hands-on daily contact with patients. And then there are people in more administrative and managerial and support roles, some of whom have very little direct contact. And then there are corporate roles which can seem very distant from the ultimate client. There are also different locations, of course. Um, Some acute trusts have uh, multiple hospitals, so they deliver their services on two or three different hospital sites. And in community and mental health, there are many, many locations for delivering those services. This is all complicated by the many mergers and restructurings that seem to happen in the NHS, with hospitals and services changing hands and trusts reconfiguring and changing names. This really all leads to the question, engagement with what? Quite what are people engaging with? Um, And here, clinicians may perhaps owe more loyalty to their profession than the organisation they work for. They want to be a really good nurse or therapist, but the precise location or organisation they work in may not matter so much to them. Support staff, um, by contrast, often care very deeply about where they work. They identify very strongly with their local hospital or their local clinic, but not necessarily with their trust. Patient-facing staff are often very engaged with their patients and their immediate work area, but maybe might not care quite so much about wider trust issues and politics and direction. And then we have senior managers who tend to have high levels of organisational engagement because they're making strategic and business decisions, so they're seeing the bigger picture stuff every day. This becomes quite clear when we look at the work of Jeremy Dawson, an academic who spent a lot of time analysing NHS staff survey results. The overall staff staff engagement indicator in the NHS is broken down into three sub-indicators. Motivation, so how motivated people feel by their work day to day. Involvement, the extent to which they feel involved and consulted with regard to um, respected decisions. And advocacy, which is broadly pride and recommending the trust as a place to work and be treated. 
And here we see, when we look at engagement broken down by occupational group, that um, in fact doctors seem to have very high levels of motivation with their work, engagement with their work. Managers have very high levels of involvement. And when we look at advocacy, it's actually maintenance and ancillary staff who have very, very high levels. So there isn't consistency in the way that um, people engage with their organisation. Another aspect of the NHS is the constant pressure people are under. There's an ever-increasing demand for services and an awful lot of cost restraints. So practically everything now seems to be labelled or described as a cost pressure. There's immense public and press scrutiny in the NHS and a lot of the press, particularly national press, is often seems as if it's waiting for the next disaster to happen. Then there are frequent reforms due to changes in government and it seems that every time a new government comes in, a new method of, of actually sort of managing the NHS also follows. And of course people in the NHS are subject to a lot of targets that are monitored on a, on, a, on a very frequent basis. And all of this leads to a lot of strain on staff, which means that their jobs can become, be very, very stressful. However, let's not forget the good things about the NHS, the things that keep staff coming into work every day. First of all, there's a huge belief in the NHS ethos. And really, this, this is quite enviable to many private sector companies where um, really people have to work very, very hard to engage staff, staff with the purpose of the organisation. It's a lot easier in the NHS where the purpose is very clear. People in the NHS are motivated by a desire to help patients and their work can be very, very rewarding and frontline staff in particular see, see the direct results from their efforts. They see patients maybe getting better, improving and this can be incredibly rewarding. Then there's public and uh, patient appreciation. On the whole, people are very appreciative of the care they, that they get and they, they sort of state their um, appreciation very openly to uh, the staff who are helping them. In addition to that, um, jobs in the NHS are extremely interesting. There's often, and people often have considerable autonomy in what they do. And uh, there really is rare, rarely a dull moment for people working in the NHS. Then there are also career and development opportunities for people um, which maybe are not available in other sectors of employment and in fact if you compare the NHS to the private healthcare sector there are a lot more development opportunities and career opportunities available to people. And just finally there is this clarity of core purpose which really is the uniting factor in all NHS trusts. Mm -hmm.